0: All of you who have been in the state for a long time understand that most schools, not all, are relatively easy to identify as football first or basketball first. And when, for example, the Matt Doherty era crumbled for in the men's basketball program at UNC, a basketball first school, they resolved that problem fairly quickly. You know, Butch Davis is winning or not winning as much. John Bunting is winning or not winning as much. Larry Fedora is winning or not winning as much. That roller coaster can go up or down in football. And all of those guys got a long benefit of the doubt, right? Now, they all were shown the door, but they got a lot longer than three seasons to show what they were all about, for better or for worse. In basketball, at a place like Carolina, there can't be as much patience because that's the sport that the school is most known for. That's the sports that's paying the biggest bills, et cetera. So, of course, an athletic director, a university president, is going to scrutinize even short-term struggles in basketball at a place like UNC while having more patience if football is up or down or even down for a little while. ECU in our backyard would be the flip of that script, right? Right. The basketball program has never been great at ECU, truly never great. Rarely an NCAA tournament for the Pirates in a very popular revenue sport. However, they have a wonderful tradition in football. So Joe Dooley, part two, will get patience as the new leader of the Pirates basketball program as they're going to finish near the bottom of the American Athletic Conference again this year. But Scotty Montgomery got what? A long time to figure it out in football? No. Just as Matt Doherty had a short time with the Tar Heels in basketball in that school's primary sport, Scotty Montgomery got a short time, three years. It wasn't working. First-time head coach, didn't work out, had to go. That's a football-first athletic department. That's a football-driven community in and around Greenville. Everybody from the university president to his or her secretary through the athletic director down to every coach on that campus knows Football first at ECU, basketball first at Carolina, and you could all give your labels, you know, App State, football first, duh, right? Duke, basketball first, duh. Some are more complicated mixtures of those things. NC State would be one of those, but there's little doubt that at Wake Forest, while Dave Clawson's doing a very good job in football. Five years ago, Ron Wellman, the retiring AD, had a major problem. They were both down at the same time. If you have simultaneous downturns in both football and men's basketball, you got a problem as an athletic director. You could tolerate one or the other if a lot of smiling donors are so happy about one that they're willing to live with the struggles in the other. You can't be downturning in both at the same time. Deeks were doing exactly that five years ago. So there's Ron Wellman in his mid-60s, wasn't ready to retire, tried to solve both problems. He did solve one of the two. Jim Grove, loving, lovable living legend, right? Brought the Deacons their second ever in 60 plus years ACC football title, but that was back in 2006. By 5 years ago, that downslide had continues continued. You wish coach Grove well. He'll always be a celebrated part of that community, but it was a time for a change. So you hired Dave Clawson. Guys done nothing but win as a head coach. Everywhere he's been, Fordham and Richmond and Bowling Green of the Mid-American Conference always values academics along with the gridiron game. Perfect fit for a culture that celebrates and Wake does. Naysayers who paint with a broad brush in college athletics have no idea that they're insulting schools like Wake Forest that have never sold their soul when it comes to a balance of, yes, academic achievement, but also athletics achievement. It's real, and it's spectacular, and it can still be done. And Wake Forest, at times, even under Ron Wellman, was one of the top 25 athletic departments in the country. But five years ago, when he had a chance to resolve both issues, he ended up resolving only one. It was finding the right guy, Dave Clawson, in in football. After two losing years, what has he done? Wake Forest football in its history, 100 years, has never had three straight bowls that they won all three bowls, ever, until they just did it under Dave Clawson. So, no, he hasn't won an ACC title, but clearly back on the right track, three straight bowl victories, first time in school history, great fit for the culture of Wake. Ron Wellman, five years ago, solved the football problem. Five years ago, he hired Danny Manning in the school, sport, remember, that traditionally at Wake Forest has been even more important. Whether you talk about Wake fans who will celebrate, you know, Dickie Hemrick and other legends from way back a half century ago or more, or more recently those who watched two of the greatest players in the world, four years of Tim Duncan before he went on to the San Antonio Spurs in the NBA, two years of Chris Paul before he, and he's still one of the great representatives of Wake Forest ever on the national and international basketball scene. Those two guys were part of a renaissance of Wake Forest basketball. Now, we all know many years ago, probably the worst tragedy that I can ever remember having to report on, Skip Prosser dies in the middle of the summer as a relatively young man and as a beloved head basketball coach. Dino Gaudio gets promoted to NCAA tournaments in three years. Dino got fired for reasons that is a long and complicated story by Ron Wellman. But since then, what has happened? In the last nine years, there's one and only one NCAA tournament trip. That was by Danny Manning's team two years ago. John Collins, star of that team on his way to the NBA lottery. But that early entry, combined with a lot of other transfers, a mysterious number of them, frankly, has kept the Demon Deacons near the bottom of the ACC standings. Four of Danny Manning's five years in Winston-Salem, really poor campaign so what do you do five years in with a guy who has one year he broke the drought right jeff Buzdelic had no ncaa trips in four years as a really bad decision by ron wellman ron wellman had a second crack at it five years ago at basketball the most important sport on that campus with all due respect to a lot of other successful sports culturally wake is basketball first tim duncan chris paul skip prosser dave odom ACC Tournament Championships, NCAA trips regularly. I think it was 14 times over 20 years before this last one out of nine stretch as we stand here today. Ron Wellman could have made retirement wait. Wake Forest couldn't allow Ron Wellman to make retirement retirement Wait, They needed a fresh set of eyes on the sport that matters most at Wake Forest. We broke the news for you. There are a lot of interesting details if you want some inside information at both accsports.com and at theathletic.com and the Athletic Carolina. I've been a writer for them since last year. We've been able to break some big news for them in recent weeks and months, and that was a big one on Saturday. Ron Wellman retiring at 70 years old, 47-year-old Wake Forest alum John Curry the new AD after his stints in that title at Kansas State and Tennessee. John Curry's priority number one is what do I do with a fifth-year basketball coach that has one of the worst teams in the league? If you're Jeff Capel at Pitt, you're in your first year, man. You're going to finish last. doesn't matter. You've changed the culture. You're taking steps in the right direction. You're allowed to finish last if your first-year Pitt coach, Jeff Capel, given his success under Coach K at Duke as an assistant, but also his success as a head coach at VCU in Oklahoma. Danny Manning had a short successful tenure as a head coach at Tulsa, but Danny Manning is still relatively new to this stuff. Four horrible years surrounding one NCAA tournament year. It's the sport that Wake fans care about in the largest numbers. There was a game earlier this year against Carolina where the visiting Tar Heels had 75% of the fans in attendance rooting for them. That's in your building, the Joel. That's a slap in the face in the sport that where fans carried their greatest pride, most of them, at Wake Forest that I know. John Curry in, Ron Wellman steps away to retirement. Danny Manning and his situation is front and center at Wake Forest. A fresh set of eyes. To me, if you didn't have an $18 million buyout to worry about, and I've told you this, Darren, many times, do I enjoy coming onto the air? I mean, I'm on other people's – I do more radio shows as a guest than I do as a host by far. And is it fun to say someone that I like? Danny Manning's been very good to us at the David Glenn Show. Is it fun for me to say, if I'm Ron Wellman or now John Curry, I'd fire Danny Manning? I, I take not an ounce of joy in that. None. But what's the alternative? Lying so that I can avoid criticizing somebody who's sometimes a guest on the show? You know, How do I break ties in favor of the truth, man? Right. Whatever my educated opinion is, and I'm not always right. Of course I'm not. But I just have to call it as I see it. I don't know any other way. If I were in charge at Wake, again, I want to see the, the financial details reported by Jeff Goodman as an $18 million buyout. That would be one of the largest buyouts in the history of college sports that a school with an infamously small athletics budget would have to swallow, $18 million. Now, even if it's less than that, and we get the contract, again, private university. We don't have access to that. And maybe it's, whatever, $14 million, Something. That's still an awful lot of money to pay somebody not to coach. John Curry needs to evaluate Danny Manning and his relationship with his players. Why are all these guys leaving early? It's one thing if John Collins is making the mega millions of the NBA lottery. Bryant Crawford and Doral Moore would have been a star senior point guard and a star senior center on this year's Wake team. But they want it out. Now, is it a general wanting out? I'm a young man and I want to get paid to play and I love Wake and maybe you love Danny Manning, but you need to leave anyway? Or is it, I need to get out of here. A lot of my teammates have been transferring. I understand why people don't want to stay here anymore. I don't like Danny Manning because of A, B, or C. We don't know the answers to all those questions. But when one guy leaves and he's in the G League right now and another guy leaves and he's playing professionally in Israel... I mean, Bryant Crawford's in Israel, and Daryl Moore's in the G League. You don't run to those places. (laughs) Those are like, well, the NBA didn't want me, and none of the world's other best leagues did either. That's how you end up in Israel or the G League. You don't rush away from an ACC program most of the time to end up in Israel or the G League unless something's wrong. Now, is it something personal? Or is it something related to the culture of wake hoops under Danny Manning? Why is Keyshawn Woods helping Ohio State right now instead of the Demon Deacons? Why are there more other transfers than we can count during the Danny Manning era? And remember, at this point, when you're five years in, the guys who are leaving are your guys. Whether it's a football, basketball, or other coach, when there's transfers soon after a transition, you shouldn't usually roll your eyes. It's like, well, that's the previous coach's signees, sometimes the new Coach doesn't like this or that player. Sometimes the players don't like this new coach. Sometimes they want a fresh start somewhere else. When you're five years in and all these guys leaving are your guys, something's not right. And John Curry, the new AD, our guest tomorrow on the David Glenn Show, among his long list of tasks is figuring out what the heck to do with the most important sport on campus and Danny Manning, in particular, as the leader of that sport.